These people going to heaven up this way. Ain't nothing to do with this boring ass city. Now it's boring. It's boring. Ain't nothing to do with it. It's great. You just it's a great city. No, you just like oh, ladies, it's a great. It's a great city, but ain't nothing to do here. These people all going to heaven. Oh my gosh! I've never ate so much room service in my life. Can't smoke. Can't drink. <laughs> These people going to heaven. <laughs> Where they going? They going to heaven. We get you one week. And we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Trust Me Around by Robert Kersey. Today, 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 we are reviewing All Star Weekend. Uh, All Star Weekend was yesterday. Uh, right now, actually, I'll wait till the end of the episode to give All Star Weekend an overall grade, as long as I remember. But for right now, we're gonna start off in order. Uh, so the celebrity game, celebrity game doesn't really matter, to be honest with you. It's just people that don't play basketball playing basketball. And for years, to me, I used to not watch that because uh, I wouldn't call myself a basketball purist. But I hate watching bad basketball on TV, um, especially with a, a court like a court full of people that don't play basketball regularly, and there's like four people out the group of twenty that play basketball. Um, DK Metcalf was pretty cool. Um, I knew he was explosive, but some of them dunks, he was taking off from the, like the dotted line and he did one, like he, he had a pound dribble drop step and like got all in the rim. And I was like, good Lord. Um, but you know, usually in those games, the most athletic person usually wins unless you're Kevin Hart. Um, they should add just, just for the fun of it, since they're not going to add the dunkers, the IG dunkers from Instagram, the IG dunkers to the dunk contest, you should just add them to, or just IG hoopers overall, they should, you should put them in there with, uh, in a celebrity game. Cause you know, in a sense, they are celebrities. They do have a following. Uh, it's just not as much as the, the bad guy from black Panther, but I digress. Rising stars game. I really enjoy that actually. Um, I liked the tournament style. I don't know if this was the first or second year or whatever years that they've done this, but I really enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed how they split up the teams. I enjoyed who they let coach. Like it was like Pal Gasol, Darren Williams, Joe Kim Noah. Like that's how you, that's how you uh, keep their names alive with this younger generation. By having them do by like integrating them back into All Star Weekend and stuff like that, right? Like, you know, uh, a thirteen year old might not know who Pal Gasol is fully. A ten year old isn't a ten year old's definitely not going to know who Joe Kim Noah is. So this is their, you know, this is the NBA's chance to not only like obviously the the NBA every chance they get wants to add a new fan, but this also allows you to have newer friends uh newer fans go back and look at older players not necessarily older players but players that that aren't playing anymore uh i really enjoyed jose 
uh, Alvarado, mic'd up and cussing. Um, I thought that was a great time. The funniest part of the whole night was when they caught Bones Highland saying nigga. I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. I, honestly, I, I thought that was really funny. Um, The skills challenge, I caught some of it late, but I can't lie to you. Like that whole like three people shooting at a time thing. Like, I don't know, man. I don't really, I don't know. I like the skills challenge when it was, um, what was it when they used to have, how, how, like, how was that when they used to have like the a retired player, a current player, a WNBA player, they doing all that stuff. They do like obstacles or something like that. And then they would uh, shoot half court shots. I remember, I like that one. I also liked when they did like in 2016 or 17 when um, it was like a relay race. I enjoyed that a lot. I think they should bring that back because I don't know. Honestly, I honestly didn't understand what I was looking at. And then there was like a windmill and stuff like I didn't I didn't know what that was. They, they just they playing with me at that point. Uh, three point contest. See, I recorded an episode. So. A lot of you don't know. I have this mic that I'm recording on as well as like the OG like stand-up comedian mic. Then I also have this other mic that I just got. Um, and to test it out, I recorded an episode of giving out my predictions for the dunk contest and the three-point shootout and all that stuff. You know, like All-Star Weekend. And in that, and I'm so glad I didn't post it because I said that who I thought was going to win was Kevin Herter, Brick City, and my dark horse was Lori Markkinen. But you know who was absolutely worse than all of them? Julius Randle. First of all, Julius Randle is not a, is not a shooter. He's probably the bottom tier level of a scorer anyway. So the fact that you want to make him a shooter shows his uh, deficiencies. So I thought that was kind of comical. And then, and then they're going to show the boy's son like he was honestly going to have a good reaction. And this is the same son that tackled a kid in his little basketball game because the, the little kid didn't pass on the ball. So, I mean, Julius Randle sucks. Tatum was throwing up bricks. I knew that was going to happen. Um, not as much as Herter, though. I, don't, I, I, I think Herter got like eight points low-key. Halliburton put up 30 points just to lose to Damian Lillard. Um, I didn't realize, speaking of Dame, I didn't realize that Weber State was in Utah. So then once he, once Dame took off his warm-up and I saw, this, so this is me. I'm watching it, right? And I see him take off his, his, his warm-up and then it's his college jersey. And I'm like, oh, no, he's locked in. He finna win. Then I was like, where's Weber State? Then I looked it up, Utah. I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely about to win. He back home low-key. Definitely about to win. Um, I still like the four-point line. Don't get too uh, cartoonish and at a at a five-point line or a half-court shot, something like that. There's no need to do all that. 
Um, the four point line is still good. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there is anything you can add to the three point contest unless you want to do like, unless you want to, ooh, you can do it like how people do like at the courts, like three point shooter, like each person like get teams and people go up against each other, something like that. Two people on the court at the same time or Ooh, that would be fun. Two people on the court at the same time shooting out on the same goal. That'll be that'll be pretty interesting. Uh, you gotta go around the. Uh, you gotta take like probably like uh, what would you what would you say probably like two to three shots at each position corner wing top of the key of the corner other wing something like that and add a four point line if you want something like that. But I don't know. You, there's no need to touch the. There's no need to. Oh, wow. I just got a notification that the Bulls are signing Patrick Beverly. Anyways, like that doesn't mean anything. Like he's only doing that because he's go that's where he's from. But anyways, um, what was I talking about? Three point contest. Yeah. Leave that alone. There's no need to touch that. Um, dunk contest. Jericho Sims, you are trash. Um, so let's talk about, okay, I'm a, I'm doing Jericho Sims. Your first dunk with the 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 double arm in the rim, that would have been a cool thing if it was cleaner. If you look at the replay, he gets the first arm in, right? And then he grabs the other he grabs the rim with his other arm, with his left arm and then puts his left arm in the rim. So boom, the whole integrity of the dunk is destroyed now because it looks like you're cheating. Not really cheating, but it just looks like you, you knew you couldn't get it. So then he comes back and does the same exact dunk arm in the rim. And then he pulls a note that says 50 and then he didn't get a 50. And then he rips it, the paper up like. I don't know. You can't rip up a paper and it say 50 and then expect a 50. Like the whole, the whole thing didn't go together. Like it was just a poor performance. Who else was in this dunk contest? I don't even remember. Um, Trey Murphy was pretty cool. I'm a, oh man, I love a good uh, reverse windmill. And then he put the back scratcher to the reverse windmill. Yeah, that was nice. I can't even lie. That's a 50. Um, don't look now, but Trey Murphy has a lot of throw-in dunks. Y'all have to go. Just do me a favor. Either pause this or at the end of this uh, episode, go and look up Trey Murphy the third New Orleans Pel New Orleans Pelicans dunks. And just take a look at that. He got a couple good like bodies, like two-hand throw-ins, like. People ain't, people don't do two hand throw-ins. Like his his wingspan is stupid. That's why his that's why his uh, windmill was so deep. Who was who else was in this? Kenya Martin. I don't even remember what he did. He did something. He did something that you you do like hanging out with your homeboys. He did like they threw up a lob and then he caught it on one end, reversed it on the other. Like that. Like I I know I can't dunk, but that's not impressive. Uh, Matt McClung. Really should have had a perfect night. All fifties, they was tripping on that one one score. It was he did something. It was something he did. I, I really hope it wasn't the, the tap the ball on the glass and reverse it. 
but they gave him a 49.8. I don't know which dunk it was, but they literally gave him a 49.8, and it was it was tripping. Um, not to say too much about it, but the fact that a white man won a dunk contest in Black History Month, uh, I'm looking at that little sideways, but you know I digress as well. Um. All jokes aside, all jokes. You know, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, no, seriously. How? I'm not gonna speak because Matt can jump. Uh, I won't. I won't speak on that. But like, there was three black people in a jumping contest. You telling me though, the fair-skinned man won? I don't want to sound too crazy, but like. Y'all know what I mean, though. Like, uh, like, I thought white man can't jump. I was having this conversation with Tiso the other day. Shout out to my boy Tiso. And he is of the Caucasoid persuasion. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about how this generation of white hoopers aren't the last white hoopers of last generation last generation generation before that stand in the corner shoot one dribble two dribble lay up no dunks no nothing but these white boys now you got alex caruso stripping dudes like pickpocketing them you got uh austin reeves with a handle low key you got porzingis shooting threes and and dunking on people like this generation like there are legit white people with handles now it's like and the thing is and I don't know where this got to, but I'm going to talk about it real quick. Black people for years have had this thing of like any white person that has a basketball in their hand can shoot. And you need to start changing that mindset. I, nowadays, I assume any white boy that has a basketball in his hand has a handle as well now. Because at this point, they're at the same. I don't want to say they're at the same level as black people, but like. There was a time where it was only the like only when you would see like a white person in the NBA, you would automatically the first type of prototype player you would think he is is a, is a standstill shooter. And I'm not lying. I'm not being racist. I'm not lying. Like that's a known fact. Um, they should add. Oh, first let me say this. Matt McClung saved the dunk contest, but for just another three years, because he's not finna. He didn't save it. It's not. I don't think it's necessarily back. It's back for this year until the next year, because you still got like, you still you don't. There's no names in it. John Morant just said straight up, he not doing it. He not doing it. So, in three years, the conversation is gonna come right back up. And they're going to be like, how do we fix the dunk contest? Okay, you can either keep the dunk contest and add one-on-ones or take out the dunk contest and replace it with one-on-ones. But you need one-on-ones. You need one-on-ones. Put put a million dollars. This is what you should do. Do it straight like you do. Like like if dudes was at Rucker Park or something like that. Get, get a million dollars. Put it in like cash. Put it in a clear case cash all hundreds a million dollars put it at half court get like three buff security guards and then roll out a ball you already drafted the players dead in front of everybody like his playground 
Why don't you just like how dudes be betting at, on at the park? Put the money at half court, roll out the ball, and let's say let's go. Um, you can even do two on twos, three on threes, something like that. But you, the only reason these dudes ain't doing is because it's more than likely they don't want to get their feelings hurt. They don't want to lose. They got pride, or it's not a big enough payday. One point five. A million, something like that. A million, like one mil, 1.5, maybe two, 2.5, something like that. Don't go to four or five million. That's crazy. Five, five million, five million dollars in one night just to do something you was doing already in 82 games? Like, nah. But like, I'll say probably somewhere between a million and 2.5. Yeah, that's about right. And, and tell them, shut up. Don't donate it. You already know the NBA already doing the All-Star Weekend. You know how much money they donate during All-Star Weekend. You know how much work they do. They uh, they use, they have the All-Stars in there, like building houses for people wherever they are and stuff like that. Like they already donating money and time and food and stuff like that. So let them be straight up with them. Be like, here, it's 1.5 and a new Kia. If Kia is still the official car of the NBA, 1.5 and a, and a new Kia. And roll the ball out. What we got next? All-Star game. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was kind of boring in the first quarter, for sure, for sure. First half was all right. Third quarter is when it heated up. First of all, um, I like I like picking the players before the game. It was cool. But Giannis was out. Braun was out. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, first half felt, like I said, first half felt slow, but it was still 99 to 92 in the first half. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Like I said, again, third quarter heated up. Tatum heated up specifically in a big way. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had 17 at halftime. Something like that, right? Gets 27 in the third quarter. Most points in a quarter in an all-star game by a player. And then he gets the all-star record for most points in the game with 50. I believe, I believe he scored 53. Uh, I'll, I'll leave what I really want to talk about last. I enjoyed the... Uh, Brown and Tatum, little one on one during the whole. Little, there was like bits and pieces of it in, during the first through in the second quarter, but in the third and the fourth, they was really going at it. I really, I really liked that. That was real competitive. Um, not a lot of defense. I don't. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is the day. My favorite All Star game is 2016. Both teams probably put up close to 300 points, like total. That's. I, I want to see the score go up. And then get and then let the defense come in in the in midway through the third quarter, closer to the fourth quarter, right? Um, LeBron, honestly, man, you know when I'm I don't want to sound like LeBron is and you know sound like I'm capping or not, but when he came out in the first quarter, he was just running around too much. He, he was like trying to bank in a shot like like he get, did against Washington in 2017. 
just like he was just over there. He 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 went and chased down. He chased down Shea Gilgis Alexander and blocked his dunk. Got him pissed off. And side note, shut up. Nobody cared that you upset that LeBron blocked your dunk. You should have dunked it harder. I got something for that. You was only embarrassed because it was your first time. And this is your third or fourth All-Star. Nah, you wouldn't have been embarrassed. Because I guarantee you, I wonder, let's bring up the box score just real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Just real quick. I'm going to bring that up. I want to see how many people actually had a block. Because if LeBron, if LeBron was the only person that had a block, I'm going to die laughing. Let's see. Tatum had a block. It looks like Tatum had a block and Embiid had a block. Paul George had a block. It's not, it's, it's saying LeBron didn't have a block. But I thought he did. That was absolutely a block, was that not? They probably counted it as a missed dunk. But he definitely blocked it. That's why Shea's so butthurt about that. Um... I'm gonna say this one last thing and then I'm gonna go. I don't know. Okay, so I was scrolling. I have YouTube TV. I'm not paying, we, we don't pay for cable. I got YouTube TV and I was scrolling, trying to find an all star game and I found it. But it was the inside the NBA edition. Um. I'm not gonna lie to you, that was probably the best way you can watch the All-Star game because it's Shaq, Chuck, Ernie, and Kenny. And the only one that follows the rules is, is Ernie. All of them do not care. So that's what makes it even better. Um, and I already watched Inside the NBA like it's a television show anyway. So I thought that was just icing on the cake. It was, it was, the game was entertaining, at, you know, to a level, and the commentary was was entertaining to a level. When I was growing up, I used to want to be an NBA commentator. So ever since then, ever since I was like, since probably like 2009, 2010, 2011, something like that, I've been paying attention to who, who was on the call. And I think it's very important to see in every game of who's on the call because their their voice is a part of history. Um, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed them talking, honestly. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the All-Star Wrap-Up. Uh, later this week, I'll be dropping the post-All-Star break preview. So that's going to finish up. That's going to be for the regular season, the, the second half of the regular season. Let's see who gets where, what team... You know who, what team falls off, um, what team can stay, you know, at their spot, some surprises. Well, like what's going on? All right. Um, there, I might even talk about a specific team in this 
specific superstar that's running out of time there. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Trust Me Around by Robert Cursing. Hop in the comments, hop in the DMs. Get into basketball arguments with me because you know what I like to do? I like to tell people, trust me, you're wrong. Peace.